0: Yeah, so like you know, for me it's just like very important for me to for me, I can't sell my soul, what I think is my soul for anything. Like um there are things, there are morals that I live by internally that mm-hmm. I'm not willing to compromise for any amount of money, for any amount of opportunities and I feel like if i on one do you ever feel like you could be further if you didn't have those boundaries like like on the ex, in the external world like there are things there are opportunities i could have took advantage of if i would have just like ignored my own moral compass or my soul to to build a relationship or to go towards an opportunity that didn't feel right with my spirit, but it would have benefited me financially. I think I would have propelled myself higher, but would have ended up taking steps back if I would have took that on anyway.
1: Yeah, I think you when you don't listen to that internal compass, your. You are set you are actually setting yourself back over the long haul, even if momentarily you feel like you're rising and i actually think you know you mentioned oh if if you didn't have those boundaries i actually think i've gotten into entered into relationships or done things uh or or taken things because i wasn't clear about the boundaries mm. And now I feel like that my – I'm in such a space of clarity right right now in this moment that my boundaries are getting really strong. And that's really – I kind of feel like I'm going back into hermit mode. (laughs) Like I I felt like that a few months ago, and then I felt like I came out of it. But that was more during like the shadow work time. Now I'm energetically – in a really good space and i'm finding a lot of clarity but i'm like going back into hermit mode i feel like because i'm putting up boundaries in a lot of places that normally they would be like teetering boundaries where Mm. i wouldn't be very clear about them which is not the other person or other situation's fault it's really my fault for not being clear about my boundaries and I feel like because I'm now clear about that as well it's causing me to go inward and spending a lot of time alone in a different way than I ever have before and I'm actually getting really comfortable and like feel good about having boundaries because I don't think I think this is the first time in my life that I've really felt comfortable setting boundaries yeah, all across the board because while I've always had things that I'm very staunch against and like internally things that like I won't go down the path of, that to me is different. Setting boundaries is playing around with the real world yeah, and in the moment – saying, oh, no, that's not for me. Or, oh, no, you can't cross this line. And then you keep moving instead of just staying away from it.
0: Mm. So now you feel like you're in a position where you're staying away from it.
1: I feel like I'm in a position where I used to just stay away from things. Okay. Right. And if I got myself in a situation with someone or something that at first felt good, but then started to cross my boundaries, I would not be very clear about that. And I would just let it happen. And internally, I would have some issue with that. But I'd be like, oh, how can I say something now? I never set the boundary. There you go. Now I feel like in the moment when something comes across me that I don't like or that doesn't sit well with me, I'm setting the boundary in the moment. 100%. 100%. And I don't think I've ever really done that before. Now that I'm doing it, I'm like, oh. Yeah,
0: that's, that's... all I had to do. Yes. Because you, you, so, man, so this this is powerful because, because you see yourself as a very logical person, you wasn't clear about setting those boundaries in the beginning because you naturally assume that the other person would naturally understand those boundaries those boundaries should just be common sense. Yes. 100%. And so when you realize that it's not common, what's common for you isn't common for the next person. Now it's like, man, I got to like be very vocal about my boundaries. Mm-hmm. And it's a very uncomfortable um it's a it's a very uncomfortable transition especially when you've built up a relationship with somebody before you got clear about what those boundaries boundaries were and then now you're like damn this person is in my life and there's some there's some history but they're crossing boundaries that I didn't even bring up in the beginning so I really can't blame them. It's kind of like how I used to be with customers, right? I think I told you this a few weeks ago where I was like, I told somebody this. I don't know who I told, but I was just like, you know, in the South, we were like big on Southern hospitality. And I used to tell customers, hey, yeah, call me anytime. If you need anything, give me a call. Mm -hmm. Anything. And then when my phone would go off at 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, 12 o'clock in the morning i'm like who do, who the hell texts somebody this late about business like what the hell and i told the guy i was working for at the time i told him like them man they, they're these tenants are texting me like 10 o'clock at night nine o'clock at night their parents are texting me this has got to stop and he looked at me and said well you told them that they can call you anytime And I said, I didn't mean like any time, I mean like in reason. Mm -hmm. He was like, you didn't say that though. So ever since that day, I've been like very specific about who I am, what I am, what my relationships, what my connections to people are, which is why it goes into social media. This is why I am so vocal on social media because I don't want a jolly sap circle to tell nobody who I am like I want to tell you who I am out of my mouth and I don't want to mm. leave any room for question mm. and I think that's a powerful position to come from it is clarity
1: yes it is you're not nobody's going to find something out about you that you're not willing to, to state about yourself basically right exactly. that is so powerful and it's just like we've been talking about really living in your authenticity, right? Yeah. And I think that is something that's so important.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100%. 100%. It is. It's very important to live in that place of knowing. And it's definitely something that people have to... You have to acknowledge it first and foremost i think and then you also have to be willing to either have that conversation with the people that you didn't set those boundaries with or ask yourself is this worth even just to severing the the ties with it because yeah. it could be i don't want to be seen as a you know, a flaky person, but at the same time, um, like, even in business, I've been willing to let customers go as I became clear about the type of customers we wanted to take on. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Um, Friendships as well. Like, I just just any relationship, like
1: Do you have a problem with being thought of as flaky? So this is something I've thought, and I think you and I have this really similar personality where some people that know us make I know people think of me as flaky.
0: Some people probably used, think of me as flaky too, but I don't And I now.
1: used to be bothered by it, and it's so funny. It's so funny the way, like, things work. There was actually an episode of Friends that made me start thinking about it otherwise, and I don't know if you know the show well or the characters, mm-hmm. but but Phoebe, the one that's, like, hippie and, like, uh oh, you know, kind of, like, very free-spirited there's an episode where the three of them three the three girls are kind of like arguing because the one girl said oh you're this and she's like well i i'm not i'm not a pushover you know and then like they show her kind of being a pushover and they're like well phoebe we've decided that you're a flake and she's like oh yeah i'm a total flake like yeah i I know i'm a flake and i thought oh.
0: It's like,
1: yeah, of course I'm flaky. Yeah. Like, yep, yeah, that's me. 100%. And I thought, oh, I can be okay with the – it just has such a bad connotation.
0: Exactly. To me,
1: the flakiness is not that, like – because now, you know, there's all this talk about do what you say you're going to do and da-da-da-da-da. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like so many times we get obligated to do things we don't want to do yeah. when we could just be like, yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And so many people see that as flaky where I see that as staying authentic
0: staying real to yourself
1: but i need to i think where it becomes the gray line is that i need to not say yes to things that i don't want to say yes to that i want to flake out on in the first place that's right right. i need to have the clarity and authenticity to say no from the get-go however because that's not always the case yeah like and i think you're right too when it comes to different relationships that we have in our life Sometimes I think the higher road to take is just letting something go and not feeling like there has to be this final conversation yeah. I have to have this last word. Like the other person or other people might see it as flaky, but I see it more as this like I'm taking the high road yeah. and, just, and just exiting from this being a part of like my daily existence. Yeah because sometimes it's not always worth the conversation and i think a lot of times when we feel like we have to have that final conversation it's because we feel like we have something to prove we have to prove that our position is right or whatever
0: yeah sometimes
1: i don't care about any of that i just wanna and i think if the other person never says anything to you about it they already know that's what I. I mean, that's how I feel. That's like how they must know. What otherwise they'd be like, hey, like, what's going on? If I you call were truly that, just a flaky, weird person, right? Yeah.
0: It's like I, I like flaky people. To me, because a flaky person is somebody that values their self more than they value me. And yes. And I call and and that sounds strange. I, back when I used to um back when I used to like when I was coming up and being a teenager and all of that stuff, running with a crew of guys, they would always talk about loyalty. And I say, I don't need loyalty. It. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I don't I don't need freaking loyalty. Cause cause loyalty can be used to if I know you're loyal to me, like if I Like some people, people that are in a position of power will use your loyalty to them to their advantage. And so I always told people, man, I don't need you to be loyal to me. I just need you to be loyal to yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if you're loyal to yourself first, you're naturally going to be a good person to me. Right. And so I like flaky people because like, for instance, um, my friend Josh we could, we could, we could plan a fishing trip and like, yeah, we're going fishing seven o'clock in the morning. Right. And, uh, and he'll literally call me six 30 and say, Hey bro, I'm sorry. I can't make it. Or I might call him and be like, yo oh man, I just, thing just came up and it's no big deal. Like we're yes. gonna, we're gonna pick up where we left off. Like, like things happen. Now, if it's something where we both have invested a substantial amount of money or, you know, there's things that one person could lose out on, then, of course, I'll go through with that process. But I call it breaking free from the institution of obligation.
1: That's what I was just going to say. And to me... I don't want a friend, and I don't want someone to be a friend to me if they feel they're obligated no, in any type honest. of way. Like yeah. I don't want to be that friend, and I don't, and I don't want someone to be like that with me. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't make sense because to me, then you're sacrifice- You could be sacrificing your own needs, wants, desires, path because you feel obligated to me. And I actually think without realizing it, so many people use that as an excuse to not do what they should be doing or want to be doing. Oh, well, I can't upset this person. Exactly. I promise them I do this. And I'm just like, I'm not really big on promising people anything. Really? And I don't want promises no. to be made to me because it just doesn't make sense. Like. I change my mind all the time. And I'm cool if you change your mind all the time.
0: Absolutely. Like
1: it's, it's totally fine.
0: Like, that's it. Like, I want to be able to change. It's why, I, it's, it's, it's why, no disrespect to anybody that's ever served, but it's why I never went in the military. Because I was mm-hmm. like, what if I wake up one day and realize I don't want to be in the military anymore?
1: Yeah. You know? And you're like, just like, uh, they're like, sorry, bro.
0: Yeah. It's, it's one one way uh, Leanna and I ended up becoming married is because she never pushed it on me. She ne- like, I was very vocal about never wanting to be married, and she never said, "I'm going to leave you if you don't marry me." No, she didn't bring mm-hmm. that that up. Right, and then, like to me, um, the freest, like, we're born f- humans, we're born free, and then we 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 find as we get older we find new creative ways to enslave ourselves.
1: Yes.
0: Like we're literally born free. And it's like, now how much can I enslave myself as I grow older <laughs> to then so that I could, so, so that I can then get to my old age and want to free myself again and, and, and talk about how good it feels to be free.
1: <laughs> Do you think that's like, we crave like this like comeback moment in a way? I feel like I'm having one of those like every six months though. So, and I I live pretty free.
0: (laughs) I I think we crave what society tells us success is. If you notice that, if you notice everything that society really promotes as success, gives you less and less freedom. So for instance, and i'm not saying in, i love being married but what i'm saying is this like marriage which they don't really promote that in society that much any anymore but um even with something like that kind of concept like really marriage is a contract it's a it's a it's a it's an arrangement between two people when you bring the state involved in it it's not love it's it's a it's an arrangement it's a it's a it's a business deal so there are things inside of that business deal that prevents you from just walking away from it without any uh, without any repercussions. You know what I'm saying? And so when I always tell people when you do something like that, I think you need to spend a significant amount of time with that person off papers to make sure that this is something you really want to do. And I see so many times. I know we kind of pivoted and I'll circle back, but I see so many times where people, like, oh, I, I met her four months ago, and like we're getting married now. And I'm like, damn, that, that's that was. That person is going to change. So i always been big. Uh, and this is how society will tell you. They also say you're flaky in that way, right? Because they'll say, well, mm-hmm. you're afraid of commitment.
1: You're afraid of commitment. I've heard that my whole life. And I'm what like, if, actually, no, I put a really high value on marriage. Absolutely. Which is why I'm like, I got to be really extra sure. Exactly. if I get married, like, that's... Like I've committed to like that's it. Basically, that's it in um, my mind, yeah, absolutely. and I, that's not something I need to feel whole.
0: That's right.
1: So you
0: already are whole. You and you you both are already whole people coming together. Right. And I think a lot of people with anything that we kind of like enslave ourselves with, like we're doing it so that we can feel whole, so we can feel success. What is success? Wholeness. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And.
0: And so we do it with, you know, and there's so many creative ways that, um, that it, and you look at it, right? What I like to do is say, who benefits off of me doing this? Like, before you pump it up to make me feel like I'm a success story for doing this, who in the background that's not showing their face is benefiting from me doing this, this thing here? And, uh... So, I'm very big off of um. I'm very big on like flaking, not, and I say flaking out like, um. You're if it doesn't, you're big on
1: listening to your authentic voice
0: exactly,
1: yes. which a lot of people see as being flaky.
0: Exactly. If you wake up in the morning, if 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 you and I decide to do a podcast, and you wake up in the morning and use like, you're just not in it. You're just like. My spirit is telling me I don't need to drive to the studio and like Mm -hmm. do the do the podcast. And I'll say, listen to that spirit, because what if you don't what if you ignore that spirit and then you get in a car wreck? I can't bring you back from the dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. what if what if flaking out would have saved your life?
1: Well, yeah, and I think, too, like we talk about often about how our energy affects everything that we do and bleeds into everything we do. Like if energetically I'm not there, Mm -hmm. I don't want to share that energy either because it's not my best and highest energy. I want to be in a place where what I'm putting out and what I'm giving off. in, In its entirety. Is coming from a a positive and a high vibration, not one of obligation, which often comes off as anger or frustration mm-hmm. or
0: resentment.
1: Yeah, like, Damn, and so why now would I, I want to share that exactly. Yeah, yeah. exactly.
0: It, that's what obligation obligation births resentment a lot of mm-hmm. times and we in america i don't know how it is in other countries it's even worse a lot of times but what is tradition tradition is really uh obligation there there's many things that i am traditional about but there are also many things that i'm like hold up tradition is just somebody else started doing something before i was born and then the people that came after them start watching them doing it and they started doing it. So basically I'm just doing what somebody else started doing a long time ago. But what if I was the first person that invented the thing? Like what if I did it a Mm -hmm. different way Would the tradition now be that. So I I started thinking about stuff like that. Um, And then that's when people say, Robbie, you're thinking too deep into it. And I'm like, really? How is that thinking too deep? Somebody had to start the thing. Mm hmm. Well, you I know. think that's
1: the problem is people don't want to think about things.
0: They don't. I
1: I'm with you where I think deep about a lot of things that might seem like, why would you want to think so deeply about that? But why wouldn't I? Yeah, I want to understand why things are the way that they are, because For that's sure. where I decide if that is authentic to me or not
0: exactly
1: and if you don't think then you can't find your authentic voice because you don't know what you like and what you don't like what sits well with you and what doesn't like what raises your energy and what lowers your energy so if you don't think how do you know
0: you don't you just I think that's what I never had a midlife crisis I'm I'm 30 well maybe it's not my time yet but I'm 30 (laughs) I'm 39 and uh I haven't had a midlife crisis and I th- I don't think I'll have one. And the reason why I don't think I'll have one is because I've always been living my authentic self. I'm doing exactly what I want to do every single day. Mm-hmm. I think midlife crisis comes to people that have been living a life that they didn't want to live, that they thought they were supposed to live. And they wake up one day and realize like, shit, I'm close to the end. I better bring like I'm about to rebel. I'm about to buck the system. And and I think that for me, I'm not with it. I'm not, I'm not with it at all. But we talked about something earlier. Um, when you live like this, it can appear that your circle is becoming smaller and smaller. But I would I would argue and say that it's actually becoming bigger and bigger. Mm. And the reason why is because actually obligation makes your circle smaller and breaking free from the institution of obligation opens you up to a circle called the world. And so now I live by this Mm. principle of like, like for instance, I like going in nature, right? I meet interesting people everywhere I go and I enjoy them in that environment. And we walk away without exchanging numbers or anything. And so in that regards, I'm not like we're not obligated to like keep up with each other. We oh just enjoy God. each yes. other in that in the moment. moment. Yeah. And then we 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 part ways. And wow. And now and because of that, my world has gotten so big. My circle. Now I still have an inner circle, but my my circle itself though has gotten huge. Because that's
1: really so true.
0: Yeah, because like if we feel like we've already met our group that we're going to be with to the day that we die, we naturally reject interacting with other people in, in an authentic way. A lot of times like oh, I already got my circle like, yeah, you know, I don't want to. You know. But when I go out, i na- I'm, Hey, how are you doing? All right. Phenomenal. And I end up talking to people that um, on the surface, it might not even look like we should even be talking to each other. Like, damn, what do you have in common with this 75-year-old woman walking her poodle right now? You're all tattooed up. You're jacked up. And like, what are you, you know? And those are the people that I find the most interesting. Mm -hmm. And I can enjoy them and like, all right, have a great day. And we never see each other again.
1: You are so fucking right about this. And this is like this simple... Thought that you just shared is like blowing my mind and I'm literally seeing that unfold in my life right now mm-hmm. because these other relationships that I felt a big obligation to have actually cut off other relationships in my life or more maybe we'll say like acquaintance in that mm-hmm. circle right which I yeah. think is kind of what you're talking about these broader relationships that we can enjoy in the moment and can lift us up, but we get shut off to those. The more we're obligated to people that we deem as really close to us.
0: Exactly.
1: Holy cow. Yeah.
0: It took me a while to realize that like it, it, I didn't under, I didn't realize it until I'm, until we moved to a new city. Cause, Mm. cause I'm like, damn, I'm like, I'm already like, I'm already like, I'll, qu- I'll cut somebody off, right? Like if I feel like they're not fit for my spirit. And I'm like, then we moved to a new city. But then I got to thinking like, why don't I feel lonely though? And I was like, oh. It dawned on me one day we were out walking, my wife was like, you speak to everybody. I said, yeah, I do. She's like, not everybody wanna talk to you, you know? I say, I don't care, I wanna talk to them. And I realized that uh, one day we went bowling and we there, there ended up being another couple beside us. So naturally, we started talking to that couple and we enjoyed their company. And there was a thought of like, well, maybe y'all should exchange numbers. And I didn't.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And I felt great about it because I got to enjoy that couple in that atmosphere without feeling like I had to follow up with them later on in life about something. But the cool thing is, if I ever come across that cat again, oh man, you look familiar, you look familiar too. Oh yeah, you know, now you have someone, so I feel like this, I used to think I needed a bunch of real friends, but I only need really one, one or two real friends Mm-hmm. And then I have a gazillion acquaintances that I just, I'm not obligated to. Yep. And that opens me up to the whole world. Mm. Versus somebody that's like, I'm the gatekeeper. I have, I I can open you up to this world of opportunity. Like people love to do that, right? Like they'd like to feel like they're the reason why you were put on. Yep. And I don't like feeling like that. I. I Like, I naturally avoid even standing beside certain people a lot of times to, because I don't want them to like, on the reason he got put on to this situation or that situation. Like, that's a, that could be a flaw. But my world is opened up. You know, I might, you might see me with 75 year old Mr. John hiking. And in the next breath, you might see me with, you know, 18 year old, Keith who shoots videos and it who's tattooed up you know what I mean like it's, mm-hmm. it just opens my world up and podcasting has been another thing you know so I think your world your inner circle might be closer but your your circle itself is still large very large even even if you consider your social media presence as your circle like that's a huge circle
1: that's so true. And how would you have the time to uh, be a part of that circle, right? If you were constantly obligated to all these other things.
0: Exactly. Dude, it's so,
1: this is such a powerful thought. Like this is completely.
0: Cause I tell people. Yeah. All the t-
1: flip that paradigm for me. I love that.
0: It is a powerful paradigm. Cause I like my phone goes off and there's like people that maybe have like known me from the past and stuff like that. And I'm like man, I got like, I got like with everything that I'm doing as projects. I got time for like my wife, kids, Kate and my business. That's about it. Like I don't have time to like be obligated to all these other people. Yeah. And so it feels good. Cause I'm like, if this person gets mad that I didn't pick up the phone, like they wasn't my real bro anyway. Like I got shit to do. I'm taking over the world, you know, like
2: mm-hmm.
0: we all are, we all are trying to go to a whole nother level. And like, I, I, I respect when, um, when I don't hear from somebody for a significant amount of time, like I, I get it. They're not obligated to me. They're, you know, like it's, you, the whole world is available for us. And that's the, uh, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm socially dating. You know what I mean? Like I'm just—I uh, <laughs> don't.
1: You're like, don't, hey, how are you? Let's yes. have a nice Conversation, and then we can both leave and say, oh, that was nice.
0: I yeah, exactly. I tell my wife all the time, like I have one night stands, one day stands with people. Like, I, <laughs> it's like you should get that guy's number. Y'all seem to have a good time. I'm like, nah, no. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's like so
1: funny because like I never even thought of that mindset being of obligation because I come across so many people all the time that I think, oh, am I, should I stay in contact with that person? Like, no, yeah. it's okay to just
0: yeah. allow
1: yourself to have a moment with someone and never have another moment with them again.
0: It's Yeah, it's okay. We don't have to. We think that if we find something beautiful, we have to pluck it and take it home and put it in a oh
1: pot. Oh my god, you're so right.
0: Like, we don't have yep. to do that. Like, my, you know, I learned that one day when I, I was outside meditating one day and when I opened, I, I was meditating for about an hour and a half and when I opened my eyes when I finally came to, there was a turtle sitting in front of me. And naturally, I'm like, oh my god, I need to like I'm going to go get a kiddie pool, and I'm going to build this turtle the most amazing resort ever. (laughs) And I'm going to make his life just phenomenal. That turtle lasted in that kiddie pool for one day. I came out the next day and the sun fried it. And that taught me a very valuable lesson. Just because I find something beautiful doesn't mean I have to put it in a cage. Mm. And that's what we, you know, that's That's the thing. It goes back to the analogy we were talking about a few days ago about people who love rescuing stray dogs. Like, a stray dog is not stray. It's a free dog. The dog is free. It's born in the wild. Like, it's a... (laughs) When I was a kid, we saw dogs roaming all the time. And so, I love when I see people free. When I, when I come across someone that's like free spirited and another thing, it makes people want to capture you more too. Mm. Like they see you as a challenge to capture. Like oh my I God. It's
1: th- like real life Pokemon. Yeah. I just have this song in my head. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> it.
1: But it's so true.
0: When I was in the when I was out in the dating uh, world, um, it was something that I knew immediately. All my all my bros used to like they would talk to every single girl they came across. And I was like, that's that just seems a little thirsty, like just chill and not be so thirsty. And you'll come across as something that they want to go after themselves. And so, mm-hmm. that's how I landed my wife, FYI. Um, and so I was just like, and first of all, I had other things on my mind other than that all the time, but it just makes people want to capture you. Like, I remember when I first started a marketing company, um, the guy was like, if you're so awesome at marketing, why are you calling us trying to get us for, for customer as a customer then? And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I should be, I should have, my phone should be ringing so much that I I, didn't, I don't have to call anybody.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's one way of looking at it. But yeah, freedom. It, but there's a lot of people who have a problem with that. Um, well, not when, when Leanna and I were not married and this kind of goes in hand in hand with this, but when we were not married, the amount of people that, the amount of friends that I had on my end that were like, when are you going to get married? When are y'all going to get married? When are you going to marry? When are you going to get married? And I would say, first and foremost, why are you insecure? He are like, what do you mean? I said, I don't have to put her on papers to know she's going to be there when I get home tonight. And the same people that were... uh talk you know trying to get me to hurry up and do it were the same people that were not happy in their situation
2: Mm -hmm.
0: so it's like people who and i'm not saying that marriage is a um i love like i said i love being in this relationship because it's to me it was just a natural progression anyway um and we both are still free we do whatever we want we are there's she uh, she's not obligated to do what i want her to do i'm not obligated to do what she wants me to do um but i see so many people um that are in a hurry whether it's that or whether it's like something else they, they are in a hurry to enslave themselves to make themselves mm-hmm. and they call that responsibility
1: no it's not it's not doing your due diligence to use your brain yeah like that's what mike and i get that often as well right like we've been together for four years we yeah. own a home together when are you gonna get married like yeah and we both talk about that like we know that's the next step in our relationship but because yeah. we have a really good relationship and a solid foundation like there's yep. not a hurry to make that happen
0: exactly when
1: we do it we're like oh we want it to be like really cool and special yeah so because like we're taking that time to do that and so but there's no like rush I think a lot of people well and we don't necessarily want to have children either so I think that
0: that's another thing I I I bet you guys could be getting some
1: Oh, uh, we get – yeah. Not as much anymore because the people that know us, like, we've already been like, yeah, we're not planning on doing that.
2: Yeah. Um.
1: But I will say, though, I think that's why so many people do rush into marriage because yeah. it's like, well, I want to be married before I have kids. And yeah, obviously, I don't think that's a bad thing.
0: No, no.
1: But I think that, like you said, you're in such a rush that you're not – thinking about things beforehand
0: yeah
2: and
1: so i would say that you know maybe that makes us a little bit more free to uh wait as long as we want to to get married i guess i could see if we both wanted kids maybe we would be married by now
0: yeah yeah
1: you know i don't i don't know and with me being older than him like maybe that would be a thing so i guess like I think that's maybe where that plays in a little differently. But I still think that, like, if you have the freedom to make those choices before they happen. Allowing yourself to kind of live in those situations beforehand or really think about what you want and be clear about that um, is so important. We try to chase what we want instead of becoming what we want first.
0: Ooh, and I quote of the day.
1: <laughs> and I think by becoming what we want first, then we the right things much more flow naturally to us and then we don't have to, you know, things might happen faster because of that, but it's because we're energetically aligned to make those decisions instead of forcing. Yeah. Those those decisions or commitments, I guess.
0: One hundred percent. One hundred. I'm all the way with it. Cause it's you just feel better when you when you come from that. I always say, become the life you want to experience, and then you mm-hmm. no longer have to, like you said, you don't have to no longer have to chase it because you are it. You know, if I I it don't comes have to to you. Yeah, I don't have to seek the truth when I know I'm the truth. All I got to do yes. is study myself. All yes. I got to do is weed myself, you know? Um, but, you, you know, I, I respect people that are like, you know what? I thought about it and this ain't the right move for me right now. And I'm like, all right, cool. Great. Like, yes. that's phenomenal. That's what you want to do. You want somebody that's thinking about things clearly. Don't do it because you feel like you need to please me you're the you're the one that's involved in this too and i love those relationships like that where it's just like it's it's just freedom my mm-hmm. son my oldest son he's um, both of them i always tell them about like just make sure you're like real with yourself before you try to be real with anybody else like and you are if you are real to yourself you will be misunderstood Because misunderstanding is like this. This is what misunderstanding is. I figured it out. It's the nutshell of it is this. I don't understand why Kate's doing that. Because I already have a predetermined vision for Kate in my mind. And I don't understand why she won't abandon the thing that she wants to do for the vision that I have for her yes that, that's all misunderstanding is that like they're they're not even trying to see where you're coming from they're just
1: trying they to just fit don't... you in their box that they in their box for you dang exactly that's so, so true
0: so that's what so i'm like you have to be comfortable being misunderstood mm. i was listening to a podcast earlier um you know young dolph was like one of my favorite artists mm-hmm. and um they asked him, like, why him and uh, why him and his other rapper didn't like each other. He said, well, actually, Young Dolph liked him in the beginning. Like, he loved him. Like, he thought he was awesome. He always talked about him. He says, but I think the fact that Young Dolph didn't need him... Mm didn't rub him the right way. Like it rub it the fact that he didn't need anybody. He came in this thing independent with his own money. He didn't need anybody to co-sign him. It rubbed the other guys the wrong way because they wanted to co-sign him. They wanted to be the ones that say, We put you in the game. But he's like, I'm already I'm the game. I'm I'm the game. I'm gonna make y'all play my game because I'm playing my own game. And that's that's how that's how much confidence you have to have in yourself if you're really going to live to the beat of your own drum, like I'm putting myself on and I'm, I'm very big on that too. Like I'm not going to take credit for nothing. You do. Um, you know, cause you, you're the one that had to do it. Even if I gave you some information,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: I'm not going to say, Oh, I'm the one told her about that. Like, what is that to, what is that to make me, um, what, what does that do for my ego, for, for me to broadcast that I told you some information? You're the one that actually went and put in the work. So I got to give all the credit to you. So I think, you know, people have a problem with that. People have a problem with people who march to the beat of their own drum. And I think to those people, FYI, I'm super flaky.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, new T-shirt.
0: Super flaky. Super flaky. <clears throat> I will flake out on myself.
1: <laughs> I will flake out on anyone. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Like no hard feelings. Like I just thought about it now. But I'm isn't that,
1: that how it goes though? And maybe we'll we'll wrap it up on this. Like, isn't that kind of how it goes when you really are aligned in it? An- tune with yourself, you're paying so closely attention to what you energetically need in that moment, in that day, in that time frame that, you know, it's not like routine and consistency is amazing. Like we need that too, Mm -hmm. right? Especially Mm -hmm. if you're a business owner, especially if you want to do big things with your life, you have to have some sort of that discipline in your life, okay? However, our society has pushed us so far into routine and you have to do this at this time, this, 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 Mm -hmm. this, that we ignore our internal clock and our internal energetic needs. So the more you're in tune with yourself, the more you're going to listen to that. And Mm. that energetic part of you changes all the time.
0: Facts. Facts. One hundred percent,
1: which means you're going to be flaky sometimes because I might commit to something and then say energetically, that doesn't feel good to me today. If, but if it's something I still want to do, what will I say? Let's reschedule.
0: Yeah. So I can I work still, on my Yeah.
1: I, sl- I want to be present for that or I want to yes. be in this space for that thing. Like I'm not writing it off just right now is not a good time i'm not going to show up as my best self so like why would you and why would you want anything less than that
0: from me exactly. i don't want
1: less than that from you
0: exactly you're 100 right that's how i feel and it's so weird guess who texts me i haven't talked to him in three four weeks wait this is the power of the universe mr john just texted me the Mr. Wow. John, I told you about 75 year old Mr. John.
2: Yeah, that
0: I just talked to you about. Just text me the weirdest thing, manifestation right there.
1: Mm, what's up, Mr. John?
0: Mr. John, shouts out, Mr. John. He's an awesome, awesome man. Awesome man. So, I really appreciate this, Kate. Ditto. Uh, this, I guess, we're gonna call this It's Okay to Be Flaky.
1: Yes. <laughs> I love this.
0: Absolutely. You enjoy your day and uh, let's connect soon. All right.
1: All right. That sounds good. Have a good weekend. You too. Bye. Bye.